Good afternoon. It's Todd again with another edition of Spinning Singles. I'm coming off a cold, so I may need to refresh my voice a little more than normal. But we left uh, last time in the middle of May of 1985, the uh, top 40. And we're going to pick it up again with one song on the Hot 100 uh, last time that I did not talk about and I wanted to. And we're talking about the week of May 11th, 1985. This one came in at number 96, and it was by an artist named Al Corley. Had never heard of him before. He was actually from Missouri, and this was his only chart appearance. The song is called Square Rooms, and it came in at number 96, only made it to 80 nationally. It's on the Mercury label. Kind of a cool song, and the only reason I remember it was I was playing it while I was on the radio at the University of Maryland from his album square rooms and it was only top four uh top 100 hit and it's probably about a six to seven dollar records if you can find the picture sleeve as well and the picture sleeve just shows a picture of him on the cover and the same picture on the back and that's al corley square rooms which brings us to the chart dated may 18th 1985 and there were three new songs that hit the top 40 that week and the first one, and number 37, actually came in the Hot 100 that week, was by Prince, called Raspberry Beret, and it turned out to be a huge hit for him. Went to number three, actually, um, number two, actually, with a picture sleeve, and it shows a girl in a colorful outfit with a Raspberry Beret and a picture of a dog on the front, and that's Prince with Raspberry Beret, since it was such a big song. Probably 5 to $6 for Prince. Song right behind it at 39 was a new group called Till Tuesday. I'd never heard of them, but this was their big hit. It's called Voices Carry. And from the same album with the same name on Epic, came in at 39, would go to number eight nationally. So it was a big, big hit, got a ton of airplay, kind of a mid-tempo, 80s-sounding record. Picture sleeve shows a picture of the group. A uh, four-member group, and the lyrics are on the back. And that's Voices Carry by Till Tuesday. And the last song to come in that week was a song by Tina Turner. It was actually one of her lowest-charting single records. Came in at 40, would only go to 37. It's called simply Show Some Respect on the Capitol label from her album Private Dancer. And it's on the Capitol black label with the color band. And a picture sleeve shows her in the in the middle, kind of showing, asking for respect. And um, basically the same picture on the B side as the picture sleeve as well. Probably a 4 to $5 record. Only heard it a little bit, not too much around this area. And that shows some respect by Tina Turner at number 40. And there were only three songs to come in that week. So we're going to move on to the next week of 1985 in May. May 25th, it was... Um, Dated, and there were three more songs that came in with one in the Hot 100 I'm going to talk about. And the first song to come in was a big, big hit. It was huge for Duran Duran. In fact, it was a number one song for them. It was from the movie A View to, to a Kill by James Bond. And of course, Duran Duran had the theme song. And the picture sleeve shows a picture of Roger Moore and Grace Jones and Tanya Roberts. They were the big stars in that movie, and it also had Christopher Walken in it. Picture sleeve is purple. It's probably about a $10 picture sleeve now. Even though it was a number one hit, it was still big. And uh, Duran Duran had a custom label out, purple label for that record as well, of You Do a Kill. Coming in at 36, and we'll go to number one for two weeks. 
and that's Duran Duran. Song right behind it was by a group called Boy Meets Girl, another group I'd never heard of. And the song was called Oh Girl, kind of a weird title. Came in at 39, and that's as high as it got. And I'm thinking, oh boy, they never would have another chart record. Well, I was wrong. They had a huge hit coming up in a couple years in 87. But uh, for 85, this was the song Oh Girl by Boy Meets Girl at 39. And it did have a picture sleeve, just shows them on the cover and some writing on the back. Um, on the AM label, not a huge record. I think I heard it once airplay wise, and that was it. And then it was gone. Three to four dollars for that one. And the last song to come in the top 40 that week was by Mick Jagger. He was still having solo hits. And it was called Lucky in Love. And it was off She's the Boss on the Columbia label. Came in at 40, would only go to 38. So it didn't get very high, but it was his signature sound. Lucky in Love by Mick Jagger with a picture sleeve. And the thing about Mick Jagger is all the way up to 2023, he just released a new song with the Rolling Stones, a new album, by the way, called Hackney Diamonds, and the new single's called Angry. Hasn't charted yet. We'll see if it does. But the album's okay. I heard two or three cuts off of it. But it's amazing. He's still producing music at his age, around 80 years old. And that's Mick Jagger. And the last song I want to talk about is by John Fogarty, and he was having solo hits at that year. And this one was actually the B-side. I talked about this before, of Rock and Roll Girls. It's called Center Field, and of course, it's about baseball. Very well-known song by him. Was used in several movies, got a ton of airplay, so they released it. And as a B-side, it came in at 71 and just missed the top 40 at number 44. And it's John Fogarty with Centerfield on the B-side of Rock and Roll Girls. Had a picture sleeve on the Warner Brothers label. And yes, John Fogarty is still recording on recording and performing today. Another one of those artists that's still around many years later. Four to $5 record for John Fogarty and Centerfield. Which brings us to the beginning of June of 1988. And I apologize for my voice. It's kind of froggy. And there were six songs, actually five songs to come in the top 40 with one in the top 100 I'm going to talk about. First song to come in was Whitney Houston's first big, big hit. Came in at 34. We go to number three. It's called You Give Good Love. It was a ballad. It shows a picture sleeve of her on the cover with uh, very short hair and a picture of the album on the back. It actually had the B-side of The Greatest Love of All, which would become a big A-side hit for her later on. But right now it was a B-side, and You Give Good Love was on Arista. Probably a 3 to $4 record since it went to number three. It was a big, big hit for her. Next song to come in at 35 was John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band called Tough All Over. And they were recording pretty much at this point under Scotty Brothers. And it was from the album Tough All Over. It has a picture sleeve showing them on the cover, standing in a street, and just some writing on the back. We'll go to number 22 nationally, so it did get quite a bit of airplay. I do remember hearing it. Don't hear it much now, but it did get some airplay. Probably a 3 to $4 record for John Cafferty and Tough All Over. Next song to come in at number 36 was a movie song from one of my favorite movies from the 80s. And I'm talking about The Goonies, and this was the theme song called The Goonies Are Good Enough, and Cindy Lauper did it. And it went to number 10, so it was a pretty big hit for her on her portrait label. And the picture sleeve shows her on the cover screaming with a skeleton, which is kind of cool. And it shows a picture of the cast on the back of the Goonies. 
And of course, it was done by Steven Spielberg. Great, great song. And actually, she doesn't like the record. I've heard talk about this before. Wasn't one of her favorite songs, but I certainly liked it. It was one of my favorite songs by her, making it to number 10. And the picture sleeve is kind of tough because it shows a picture of the movie on it. Probably a 4 to $5 picture sleeve with the record, 2 to $3. The Goonies are good enough. And right after that, we had coming in at 39 was another number one song. It was by Paul Young, Every Time You Go Away. Came in at 39, would go to number one for one week. And it was became a signature song, got a ton of airplay on the Columbia label, just like Mick Jagger. And the picture sleeve's kind of hard to find for this record for number one. I'd say it's a 5 to $6 sleeve. Record itself, it's not because it was a number one song. And that's Every Time You Go Away by Paul Young. And the last song to come in that week in the top 40 was by Kim Carnes. Crazy in Love, it's called. And it's on the EMI label from her album, Barking at Airplanes. And that was the parentheses of this song. And a dozen picture sleeve shows her on the cover and some writing on the back. We're coming at 40. We go to number 15. And as it turns out, it was her last top 40 hit. She has not had a top 40 since this song. And I uh, can't remember a lot about the song. It did get some airplay. And um, it's Kim Carnes, probably about a 4 to $5 record. And the one I want to talk about that hit the Hot 100 that week was by the group duo Go West. And they had had one hit, We Close Our Eyes, that just missed the top 40. And this one was from the same album but it was called Call Me, very popular title. On the Chrysalis label, very upbeat song, came in at 94, would only go to 54 nationally. But they would go on to have top 40 hits later on, but they were just getting started in 85. And this is Call Me by Go West with a picture of them on the cover and a picture of the album on the back, on the picture sleeve, probably a 4 to $5 record. You don't hear it at all, and I only heard it a little bit when it came out. And that's Call Me by Go West. And that brings us to the last week I'm going to talk about. It's going to be kind of short this week because of my voice. Um, this, uh, June 8th was the date of 1985, and it was five songs that came in the top 40 with two in the Hot 100 I'm going to talk about. And the highest debut that week at number 33 was by the group Night Ranger, and this was one of their big hits. Sister Christian was their biggest. This was their second biggest hit. Went to number eight on the MCA label. From the album Seven Wishes, and the pixel sleeve shows them dressed up as aviators on the on the front, and uh, some writing on the back. Seven Wishes looks like it was from a genie and a lamp on the picture on the back, and got a ton of airplay. So it made number eight, not a valuable record, three to four dollars, but did get a ton of airplay. Night Ranger and Sentimental Street. Next song to come in was a song by the Beach Boys. And yes, they were still having hits, hitting in the 80s. This came in at 34, would go to 26, and it was from uh, their album called Just Simply the Beach Boys. They were on the Caribou label at that point, and it's called Get You Back. And it did get some airplay, not a lot though, around here. Has a picture sleeve, and it shows um, the Beach Boys kind of in white with a white background and some writing on the back. Beach Boys has a little bit of value, maybe 4 to $5 for that one, and that's Get You Back. Next song to come in was another song off of Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen called Glory Days, and every song he put out was a big hit from this album. 
And this one was no exception. Hit number five, basically a big rock song about going back in time and talking about his glory days on Columbia. Did have a picture sleeve, three to four dollars for Bruce Springsteen. Next song to come in, as it turns out, would be the last top 40 hit for Super Tramp. Came in at 39 and would go to 28. It's simply called Cannonball, and it was on the AM label. And rather upbeat song. I liked it a lot, enough to put it to number one on my countdown, but it only made 28 nationally. And it kind of has one of those custom labels, not the regular AM label, but kind of dark black with writing Super Tramp on it. And um, that was their last top 40. And it was from an album. I'm trying to think of the name of the album here. It doesn't really say it, but the picture sleeve shows just a bunch of men walking on it. Next song to come in and the last song in the top 40 was actually one of the last hits for Air Supply. Um, It's called Just As I Am. And a picture sleeve shows them on the cover and some writing on the back. And it came in at 40, would go to 19. So that was as high as it got on the A&M label still. And um, it just simply was called Air Supply, the album it was from. But it didn't have a lot of hits. And this was probably the biggest. And it hit number 19. And that's Just As I Am. Three to four dollar record. It did get some airplay, but uh, kind of a mid tempo record for them. The two songs I want to talk about are probably the, my two favorite from this whole session. And this next one was a rare song that did not make the top forty by Tom Petty at that time. It was called "Make It Better, Forget About Me," and I remember hearing this at the beach a lot from his album "Southern Accents" on MCA. Came in at 85, would go to 54. That's as high as Go West got. But a really upbeat, good song by Tom Petty. It was disappointing it didn't get higher. It's called Make It Better. If you've never heard it, listen to it. It's really good. Shows him on the cover with a Band-Aid on his forehead and uh, a string around his finger on the back cover. But it's Make It Better, Forget About Me from Southern Accents. Probably about a $10 record. One of his harder ones to find because it didn't chart very high. And the last song I'm going to talk about um, was a duet by Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. And Dolly Parton was listed first on this one. Uh, They had the huge hit Islands in the Stream. And this was simply called Real Love off her album on the RCA label. Shows a picture sleeve with them on the cover. Was a bigger hit on the country charts. Came in at 91 on the Hot 100. And that's as high as it got. It only spent two or three weeks. But I love the song. Got a ton of airplay on country stations. And it was a number one on my countdown. But Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton always sounded good together. It was simply called Real Love. Three to four dollar record for that one. And that's all I'm going to talk about for this edition of Spinning Singles. And we'll pick it up again in the middle of June of 1985 next week. See you then.